somebody is in a good mood. Happy Victory Monday, boys and girls. Just a just a fantastic weekend. Well, for some people, I I get that Saturday was tough for a few. Saturday was rough if you're an Ohio State fan and if you're a Liberty fan when news broke that Coach Freeze is leaving. And uh, that disrupted the week. That I mean, Tim, you had a very good Sunday. Had a good Sunday. The highlight of my sports week was a 0-0 draw. Okay, granted, the most exciting 0-0 draw that I've ever seen in my life. It was back and forth. We hit Polisic off the the top Uh, post. But the exciting, the most exciting part of my sports week. I get that. I watched 15 hours of sports, and the most exciting part was a 0-0 draw. Not a tie, a draw. That's what you call it in soccer. But yesterday, you had a very good day. Well, that is because yesterday was Sunday. And this right here is the morning after. Should I hit the button? Yeah, go ahead, hit it. See what happens. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. Happy Victory Monday, Duval. My name's Tim. This is Andrew. Every every single Monday, no matter what. Happy. Except for last week. Except for Thanksgiving week or Christmas week. Every single Monday, we're here. Most Mondays, we gather at this time. But let's be honest. You don't need us. We need you. Well, clearly, we need an excuse to hang out and be idiots uh, while on the clock and to uh, pretend that we are providing a great service to the Churches and ministry community around the world. Earl says church attire and TCU home game attire is the same thing around here. This is very true. TCU. You got to have, hey, they're undefeated. They got a new coach. But are they that good? No, they're in the weakest of the Power Five conferences. I mean, UCF is moving into the Big 12. That's how weak the... uh, UCF Knights who had to... (laughs) Fight to the very end to the one-win USF Bulls, that is. Well, USF had something to play for. I don't know what it is. UCF did, too. They had to win that game. But for for what? To get into their championship game. For nothing. For For, for nothing. nothing. It's a meaningless conference. They're not going to do anything. But, uh, yes, you got to have your your good jeans on. you got to have your shirt tucked in. Absolutely. To go to that game. Um, I didn't go to any games. I watched a lot of games on my television. And they made my heart sad. You were also out of town, which I I was in town most you, of the week. You were in town. most. You were out of town last weekend. Last weekend I was out. This past week I was in. We hosted a Thanksgiving Day football game at the church. Which, I saw that. Which we as, do, as every, you do year. every year. The Lakeview Turkey Bowl. The, the Turkey Bowl. What was the, uh, You actually made a catch. I saw. I made two diving catches and as a result did not lift a single weight for four days. How I you was feeling sore now? up until yesterday. I, I lifted this morning. Okay. Feeling great. Two diving catches, Tim one of which sore, I so thought I, I had a concussion either. on. I decided that in solidarity, I would not lift because... Oh, you, know, you lifted a whole lot of food. I I lifted a whole lot of food and did not put it down, if you know what I mean. You put it down, I just don't think it came out. Well, it's been, it's been a week, Tim. <laughs> it's been a week. I was, I was <laughs> traveling. You were in Arkansas. I, I was in Arkansas. For we, those who don't know, Andrew and his family made their... Biannual trip to Arkansas. Biannual? Twice a year? How's uh, that go? I mean, typically it's once a year, but... I thought you do summer and fall. 
No, it's uh, we we've been up there two different Novembers in the past few years. Once was for a wedding. CJ, uh, then, football for sure. I was okay with the kayaking, but football for some reason I was very very sore. Uh, we we went for Thanksgiving this time, and it was beautiful. It was you know in the forties every day, and that's great. The perfect amount of overcast. My in laws live right along the Arkansas River as it spills into Lake Dardanelle and then comes out as the Arkansas River again. It's not a real lake. The Army Corps of Engineers built you're, it. You're in the middle of nowhere, but when you're getting away, that's it's, kind of the best place to go. But it's awesome because the it was so cold that the steam coming off the lake and my my role up there is that I drive to the good donut place because we don't we, we have franchise donut places we don't no, they, have, they, they probably got local yeah, we, mom and pops we, yes that's the way to go with with the kolaches and so that's one town which is actually one county over it's about 13 miles away so i would steal my father-in-law's jeep and i would mm. drive it at dawn as the mist was coming off the water in the mountains and it was just lovely did you guys get a good fire going we didn't there were no fires the only fire we that's had fire pit weather they, well they don't have a fireplace and there was a camper in the yard where the fire pit would be because we had so many extra people that we brought in an were extra you in the camper? camper. I was not. I was not. I was in the main house. It's. Uh, were you at the kids' table? Fitting to my status. No, I was not at the kids' table. We had our boys and then two other boys that fit in perfectly with the ages of our boys, and so it was a rambunctious crew, and it was exciting. We we Thanksgiving we allegianted up to Northwest Arkansas. We flew wow. into. Bentonville, which was Did a you fly out of St. Pete Clearwater yeah, Airport, and we flew into an airport that has two luggage carousels, which is always exciting. One hanger, uh, yeah, and it was great. It was super easy in, super easy out. You know what was what made it a little bit difficult, Tim? Your inability to poop. No, no, that I mean, that made me a little bit uncomfortable on the plane on the way home. It's been it's been rectified, if you're not. But Tim, my wife. You've, you've met her. Her name is Melissa. Known her for years. Literally. She threw away her driver's license last week. She was that mad? No, she wasn't mad. She, she was, was angry. Picking up some medication for a child, and it's a medication that requires the person picking it up to show ID, and the pharmacist put the ID back in the bag. In the bag. Yes. And that, that was me. Monday. Hmm. And, or I'm sorry, that was, I don't know. On Monday night, she realized, hey, I got this medicine like three days ago. Hmm. And that bag is gone, and the garbage truck has come. Have you ever tried to get on an airplane without a valid ID? I was going to say she probably wasn't able to consume alcohol, for sure. Well, she's a Christian, so. That's true. That's, uh, they, they live in a dry county. Actually, I think their county is not dry. The one over where all the stuff is is dry county. Wait, but anyway, how did she get on the airplane? Tim, we had, because uh, I have scans of her license and mine in my Dropbox from when we redid our mortgage a couple yes, years ago. Uh-huh. They so, accept that? So, no. But so we printed out like the full size, like full sheet <laughs> of Melissa's driver's license. We, uh, she had her expired driver's license still from that expired in 2020. She had her Pinellas County teacher ID. She had mail sent to our house in her name and credit cards. And she still had to like fill out an affidavit that she was who she said she was. Wow. They went. So the passport would have been fine too. Yeah, passport, but she doesn't have a passport. Uh, so she, when we went up there, it was no issue. The flight up left at 6.04 a.m. 6.04 a.m. So you were at the airport at 4.45. Yeah. Oof. But the Oof. the flight back, the the TSA agent was in training, so they did not have the authority to 
make the call on their own, and they decided to use it as a good training opportunity. Oh, come on. So, that, you know, she got the pat down, she got oh. the full... Do you remember when you had dreadlocks and you were always randomly oh, selected? Every time. But so she got they they took everything out of her bag, mm. which she had jackets for multiple kids. There was, it, you know, multiple laptops. It was just flung everywhere. It that was quite the ordeal. Worse than Disney security at its peak. All because she threw away her driver's license. Did she apply for a new one? She has applied for a new one, but it was exciting because as she was going through that, her brother and I had the kids, and we had gone forward, and my favorite professor of all time, look at his pictures, right there between me and Riley Lester. I see him. Uh, professor Bob Carver, my favorite New Testament professor in my undergrad days. Uh, he did Long Melissa. live at Calvary. Calvary, uh, Calvary Clearwater, Clearwater Christian College. Clearwater Christian College. Um, he, CCC. He did my wedding. That's how, how wonderful of a professor he is. Um, he has family that is also in Northwest Arkansas, and so we were sitting there and going through security and trying to find something to eat because it was still 7-ish in the morning. Mm. And there he was just doing his devotions in the airport like the man of God he is. Of course he was. So it was super exciting. We took a selfie and everything. Did you do your devos together? We did not. I, I was chasing four children mm. as a solo parent because my wife was mm. being groped by a security guard. Well, that when, was, did, when did was, you guys get back? We got back at 12.06 on Saturday. And I, I don't... I could be wrong. You did not have a guest preacher. No. Either we, the week we, before or no. the week of. No, Tim, I, I take my job seriously and my call to shepherd the flock that God has entrusted me to. And with that being said, he does not give up the microphone. <laughs> I will gladly give up the microphone. No, we kicked off. We were finishing Acts last week. So what was so your it, Thanksgiving-ish so we, spiel this week? It wasn't. It was the first Sunday of Advent, and being that we follow... A liturgical it calendar. It was, it was the first Sunday. It was not Thanksgiving-ish. It was Advent. So last week we ended Acts with a call to continue the work of the church and the work of Acts. And Acts is not finished just because Paul's story is done. But Acts 29. The church continues. And then this Sunday we are in a series that we're just going through Luke 2. So you started Luke 2 yesterday. We started Luke 2 yesterday. We continued our verse-by-verse study through the Gospel of John. Worked out well, John 15. Uh, I am the vine, Jesus you are the branches. said, I am the vine, which actually it fit well as a kickoff to Advent because it was this reminder that... There's a whole lot of abiding that happens in John chapter 15. And this idea of abiding, I mean, I couldn't have thought of a better way to kick off Advent than abiding in Christ this season. So I've read the book of John. It, it worked out well, so, even though for the first time... Since I've been at Lakeview, we are not doing a traditional Advent series. We're just going to continue through the Gospel of John while and you guys building in Advent components to it. Decorated for Christmas after service yesterday. Decorated yesterday after service. So did you have service. Advent, anything Adventy up, or are you a full-on Southern Baptist church at this point, we, not acknowledging the How many Christmas Christian songs did you sing? Zero. And we opened the service with a Christmas song because so, we are Christians we, and we love Christmas more. We, uh, we had... Songs that could be Christmas songs, but are oh, sung. Oh, no. We opened yeah. with Joy to the World, the Chris Tomlin rendition. That was how we opened the service. We will have a Christmas song and probably multiple Christmas songs every week from here on out. I don't know if you guys will do we, the same. We did uh, give out the Adoration oh, devotional. Yeah. Hey, our names are still up there. Oh, you can leave them up there. It's fine. I mean, I'm Tim. Right. This is Andrew. Every week. With the, uh, the 2022 uh, Ad- Advent devotional written by the faculty of Dallas Theological Seminary. It looks pretty. So we ordered 
a bunch of these and gave them all out, and I thought we'd have so many left. Everybody took them. It was good. it was still you know a holiday weekend attendance, mm-hmm. and so I thought, oh good, we'll still have you know a stack or so. I haven't for even people seen that the attendance here. yesterday. And uh, and yet, everybody was super into it. So that I was like cool. That. A nifty gifty, a little nifty gifty, something to do for your devotions for Advent. I know Crossway was giving out quite a few as well. They were our, giving out stuff. Yep. Our kids ministry ordered a bunch of stuff for the fans. I love it. No, all, I love all good it. stuff. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we have decked the halls. We're about ninety five percent done. We'll complete. See, we the hall decking we can't this week be done until the week of Christmas because of the bathroom project. I'll take you. I'll take you back there and show you what's been done in the past couple weeks. But I definitely want to see it. The whole back of our worship center is kind of disheveled, so I feel bad for any visitors coming because, like, hey, we're literally in a construction project. That's okay. That will be done by Christmas. It's exciting. But construction so, can be exciting. So our, it looks like something's happening. Our contractor is killing it. His subs, <laughs> you know, there's there's Their a subs. reason that not everybody is the GC. That's right. And uh, Shirley that was in right. last Saturday to get stuff ready for Sunday because, you know, the whole room had been disheveled for a week. And she finds one of the subs um, who had gone back into our break room where there's a little mini fridge, and he was thirsty. and was just looking around to see what the church had to drink. And there he is just chugging the juice that he found. He was thirsty. But it was... The communion juice? It was the communion juice. No, it wasn't. Yes. He was thirsty. He found a bottle of grape juice and thought, hey. You, you've already blessed it. I mean, do, do you bless grape juice or do you? I, I don't touch it until it's time for communion. We use individual cups. I'm oh, not touching you, anything. You guys are still doing that. I keep forgetting that it's just so gross. It's purple Kool-Aid that's been in a. No one's what, complaining. What were those barrel drinks that you used to get at school lunch? Oof, oof, you know what I'm talking oof, about? It was like oh, the, yeah. the generic Kool-Aid that came in the thing shaped like a barrel. You didn't give the flavor. You just said the color. <laughs> that was it. Like, what color do you want? Yeah. So it we have the front of our worship center decorated. We've got the big tree up in the fellowship hall. But the big tree that typically is seen from the street since we've got the glass front of our building. So it's just on for the whole month. And yep. anyone that drives by a safety harbor can see it. Nope. The, the lights out front, no, because the power of that part keeps getting shut off every day for, <laughs> for for the work that gets done. So maybe Christmas Day or Christmas Eve will put up everything real quick once the bathroom project is done. But it's going to be nice. Andrew, I was tardy this morning. You were, I noticed. I was taking my sweet time, enjoying my Victory Monday routine, which has <laughs> only happened four times this year, so it doesn't happen a lot for me. Uh, but I noticed there's a couple of show notes here that I, I wrote mean, some things down. We haven't we had texted about things. Oh man, we should talk about this, but we didn't really text a whole lot the past week. We've, we've been busy. We've been dads and husbands and pastors and all of those things. Seminary students, Se- seminary students, man. Today that, I hit the submit button for the final time. Either you? today or tomorrow depends on when I wrap up the project. What, what's the project? What's the last? What's the, the last thing? The final project is a presentation on a discipleship strategy for student ministry for one calendar year. There you go. Five to eight minutes, 12 to 15 slides. Very, very basic. And are you going to go all out and use a good camera? Are you going to do like the PowerPoint with your little picture and picture of you down at the bottom? Yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll look pro. It'll look better than everybody else's because you've got the gear sitting at your house. We've got the gear. I've got the software. It'll yeah. look good. It'll sound good. It'll be fun. Um, and then I'll hit that submit button again for, for the final time. It's a weird feeling. When are you putting on your cap and gown? I've already put it on. The day you told me to put it on. Okay, I gave you permission. Like once the big paper was done. Last week. I, I said, I said put week. it on. So I'm not quite there. I have 
Jerry says, I had hours. resigned that there is there was no show today. We, Christmas came early. We were, we were a little bit late. Jerry, it was my fault. It but, was my fault. Tim, I've got a annotated bibliography mm. that was due yesterday that I need to get submitted still. So it's going to be a 10-point docket? It's worth it. So here's the thing. Have, have I been through this with you? When I realized I got a B-plus two classes ago, and I thought, oh, no big deal. It's a B-plus. My last five classes are pass-fail, and so that B-plus made it so that I can't graduate with distinction. Oh. And so I'm like, because you have to have a 3.9 or higher to graduate with distinction. And so I'm like, at this point, what's the difference between a 3.6 and a 3.9? And I'm allowed one C in my program. So now you're slacking. And I'm, I'm not slacking. You're I am slacking. You had a, you putting had a, my family first. You had a paper due Tim, yesterday. My, you didn't complete it. My father has been in a third world hospital. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll give you that. That was awful. <laughs> It's it's funny. It's now. not funny. It's, it's now, still not funny. Now, now it's he's better. I talked to him. We had like a, yeah. like the first like good long talk. I, I got a text. I will not laugh about the this. day before Thanksgiving. I got a message from my mom, who is my parents are scuba divers. They have a little apartment on a cliff in Curacao. They scuba where they can just you know put on their gear and be underwater in thirty seconds. And my dad had some trouble coming up. He had a bit of a head cold. And I talked to him and I said, you know what what caused all this? And he said he had the sinus pressure on one side. So as he was coming up, he went to like just blow the snot out of his nose, and he did the finger on the one nostril thing, and that's what did it. That because the pressure, you know, it's that, really when you're underwater, it's a new atmosphere every thirty feet. So you know when your ears pop when you're going up in an airplane, yeah, that happens every thirty feet underwater. It's a whole new atmosphere. And so as he was coming up, he was trying to blow snot out of his nose, and that like messed with his inner ear to the point that he was spent several days in a third world hospital. What and, is the cure for that? Um, time, time and laying perfectly still. That's scary. Yeah. So it, there was a, and then when there's different, you know, pressures in the atmosphere above water, that can mess Jerry, with stuff same. as well. Jerry's learning so much right now. I had no idea there about the different atmosphere a, pressures underwater. I mean, I've been watching Limitless, but well, I haven't been the, talking too much about the different the, atmosphere and atmosphere. There pressures. was a professional diver in the room next to him. Did I take a cold shower this morning because of Limitless? I did. Well, good. But. There was a professional diver in the room next to my dad who has permanent hearing loss from a dive on the same day. What? Just the, the barometric pressure in the atmosphere was screwy what? and very experienced divers. Were that is a com- dangerous hobby. Oh, it's very dangerous, which is why I tried to make it so that my parents have the good life insurance that it doubles the policy if it's an accidental death. Because I figure chances are, you know, if it. <laughs> Andrew, why? Why? I, because I love why? them and I want them to have the peace of mind of knowing that. I'm taken care of. Is that bad? Is no, that bad? it's not. No. Tim, they, speaking. They are risk takers, and that explains you. I mean, yeah, the ultimate I'm risk the, taker. Yeah. I'm willing to turn in a paper late. To, I'm risky. I don't care. On the edge, baby. I don't care. Tim, I got, we we had a, a surprise birthday party for me here at the church at the end of October. I knew all about it weeks in advance, weeks and weeks and weeks. And I couldn't make it. About a week or so after that, I got. An envelope in the mail for somebody. I have no idea who it's from. I don't want to say this person's name, but I don't know. I here I have a picture of the, the envelope is pretty. They, yeah, they like hand but little to do, rose. Have you ever seen that name before? I don't know if it's someone within our denomination or what Euro, this is. Imperial Beach. But it was a personal check for a hundred and five dollars, which seems like an odd amount. Did you see? This? There's a little house on the prairie sticker. Those are stamps. Uh, a little house on the prairie stamp, and then a spirit of seventy of seventeen seventy six. I mean, those might be original stamps from the year seventeen seventy six. So someone I don't know sent me a personal birthday check for one hundred and five dollars, 
and with a note that said, you know, this is for you, not the ministry. If you don't know what to do with it, give it to your wife. She'll know. Wow. And somebody knew it was your birthday. I I held on to it for like two weeks. I'm like, do I cash this? What do yes, I do? Yes, that's a birthday gift. What else would you do with it? But I don't know who this person is. You don't have to know. I I guess I just send a thank you note and pretend like I know them. Send them a thank you note. What did Mel say? She um, didn't know either. She has no idea who it is. The Shirley they doesn't. Did, Shirley doesn't. They didn't know who exist it is. on Facebook. No. Oh my gosh. So that's what I'm wondering. Is this is this someone who's you know in their 70s who doesn't use social media? I, I could not find them on LinkedIn. And you you know how good I am at finding out things about oh, people. You were the ultimate dirt getter. I could find nothing. Wow. So I I, I cashed it. Happy birthday to me, I guess. That's a great birthday. I mean, you that's a that's, that is one I've been family meal out right there. I've been meaning to talk with you about this. Look, there's a German Shepherd stamp. Have you, do you have any experience with German Shepherds? I know German <laughs> Shepherds well, Andrew. Thank you for asking. Wow. So that was, I thought that was interesting to me. I, I find I'm it grateful. I have not been given any random checks from people I don't know. Oh, thanks, Jerry. <sighs> You're welcome. No, no. It was Jerry. We should have known. I should have known. He goes by a woman's name and lives in Vero Beach sometimes. That was his pseudo name. That's what he does. It's a, it's a hilarious prank. To, hilarious prank, Jerry. Well, we're coming up into that time of the year, Andrew. It's 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 that time it's my of favorite year. time of the year, but it's also one of the most awkward times of the year it's for pastors super because awkward. every Christmas Eve we preach. Yeah. It, what's funny about that is sometimes our family forgets that like Oh yeah, it's like, hey, let's do this, like, this, and this. Nope, nope. And because I'm not a heretic and I love Jesus, we I preach Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. Look at that. I mean, I'm preaching Christmas morning, just not on Christmas morning. It'll be broadcast on Christmas. Uh, did, did I send We're you filming the, this the, week. Did I send you the tweet that said something like, you know, we you claim did. to be against idolatry, yet putting the nuclear family ahead of the bride of Christ by encouraging families to stay home on Christmas morning. But it wasn't by me. Just stay home. It's worship together with us online, which you have done. I we have. You have done. We have. You have done it, but not on Christmas morning. Not on Christmas morning. It was a COVID precaution at the time. So we we preach every. Yeah. I mean, this is the same as Easter too, right? Yeah. We preach every Easter. All the holidays when all, people get to decide if they're going out of town, we don't. That's right. And it's 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 about that time where we start thinking about okay, what's what's the Christmas Eve sermon going to be in the christmas <laughs> even christmas morning sermon back to back because right yeah those are two two different sermons i i would argue that the christmas morning could almost be more of a, a meditation or oh, devotion. It's a, like, it doesn't it's need a to 15 be. minute devotional yeah not christmas eve though no that's that's a full-length sermon yeah buddy of mine it, once uh, is, once is once though? wrote a poem that he read on christmas eve in lieu of a sermon he said his wife nearly killed him do I know this, buddy? You do. I'll tell you after the show. Okay. Um, interesting. I I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to do that. But here's here's what I discovered yesterday, or Sunday. what I was discovered. You know, leading into this week. So I did most of I did my my study and and I kind of outlined where I wanted the sermon to go while I was in Arkansas dealing with you know all of the children being around and Thanksgiving and whatnot. And then Saturday I sat down to flesh out my outline and get everything ready. Mm. And I was at like 2,200 words and could not squeeze another thought in there. 2,200 is fine. It, it turned out to be fine. I think part of that is because when I was doing an entire chapter of Acts, those sermon manuscripts would be 33, 3,500 well, words. Well, you have 1,200 words of Exactly, because I'd I mean, have scripture. You know, six or 800 words of Scripture. But right. when you, I had six verses of Luke 2, 
And I'm thinking, how in the world do I squeeze more out of this? And I've spent the past seven months saying, how do I tailor this down? How hang do on, I taper let's, it down? Let's be real. How many, how many parishioners have complained because of a sermon being too short? Never. I've had one. How, one. how short was the sermon? 22, 25 minutes. One time, that it was not a member. It was mm. a, kind of a regular attender who mm. no longer attends, but once. Now, Is it the guy that was emailing me all the time? No, <laughs> I should... but that guy, long story there. But I think the adverse is how many have complained about long sermons? Yeah. Like, to your face? Um, I will say this. I, or I've already talked to him, so it's okay. I can say this. A newer member at Lakeview who used to attend... Uh, a different church? A different church. We, we happen to know the pastor very well. Okay. She said, Tim, I, I love this pastor. Love him. But his sermons are entirely too long. I know exactly who you're talking about. We haven't had this conversation before. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I, I get it. But I was struggling to, you know, I, you want people to feel like it's worth coming to. And so I said something to our... Jerry says, I got a complaint for a shirt sermon. I mean, it, it does happen from time to time, but I think you'll get a complaint for a longer sermon True. more often than you would for a short sermon. And especially... It's, it's Advent time for hitting themes that people know so well in scriptures right. that they sure. know. But also just the application of if we're splitting up the nativity, because you know, for the past several years we were in John 1 last year, so we, it was all about the incarnation. Um, and then before that, the Advent season before, we were in Isaiah, so it was kind of super theological. But we're in Luke 2 this year, and it's, hey, how do you apply— and it came to pass that in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxation first took place when Kyrenius was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, everyone to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, for he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. How do you apply that to your own life, Tim? You don't need to. I don't, I guess not. You don't, I mean, I was touched. I was moved. There you go. You just preached right there. I was, I was the narrator Everyone of the grade Christmas play. thankful that they heard your Christmas Eve sermon early. So, it, what, I, did you, what did you do last year? Last year we were in John chapter one. Okay. I, I took a page from David Platt's handbook for a Christmas Eve sermon mm -hmm. last year it's pretty fun there was like interactive elements and sound effects and it was really, really like on unique. the soundboard you had someone pushing the bloop I, I put them in per presenter and it was like i want you to imagine you're out with the shepherds listen, <laughs> listen to the sheep cue sheep listen to the crickets and like i had all the lights come down it was pitch black we did the sound effects certain lights came up for the that's stars that's cool it was unique. I, I don't think I'll do it again this year. It was a, that sounds like work. It was a ton of work. <laughs> that sounds like, like work. We don't work at mega churches. No. Like I was did, queuing and working did, on all that. Did you see myself. the thing that's going on? Uh, that's going everywhere. I think it's Prestonwood in North Dallas with the, the, uh, the drummer. <laughs> Someone. I have had two people send that to me in the last twelve hours. Uh, that's where. What I, the, that's where the, my the, seminary graduation. I was heard in that, that they room. do that every year and they up the ante every year and it's it's come to this. That's that church is jokingly referred to as Six Flags over Jesus. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like it's beyond ridiculous. Like I, I don't even know how you would like attend that and how, be. How do you? How can you take it seriously? How do you justify that budget? <laughs> it's. Like, I mean, did you see the tracks that they were on? Yes. I can't, I can't even. It's wild. 
CJ just wild. CJ just rededicated his life. I see that hand back there, CJ. Thank you, CJ. Wow, Timmy. What a Monday. So we were we were talking about the difference between a you know most of the year calendar and you know we're trying to get is you know content and application, but yeah. then it's Christmas story. But you had texted me last week when I told you to go ahead and put on the graduation gown. The, why is it that I can bang out a three thousand word sermon in five or six hours, mm-hmm. but a thousand word paper? I know. I I told you because so long. I had, I had a four thousand word paper due. That sounds awful. I, I texted you when I was eight hours and ten pages into it. Like, like it just it was crazy. And you sermon would have taken half that time. The yeah. word count is half that much. Is it the notes? Is it the notations I, that do it? I don't know. I don't know. And I, I feel like the writer's block hits hard when, I think, I, when I'm writing these I papers. I think that's part of it, too. I'm not, I mean, the, the commentaries obviously help a ton when you're sermon writing. You can listen to sermons. You know, all this stuff flowing when you're writing a research paper. Listen, or if This was you, a term paper. It wasn't you, even a research paper. You, you don't want to get flagged for plagiarism. Exactly. I can, I can tell you that firsthand. <sighs> Matt says, here is how you prep for Christmas Eve. Come, to, Come Ep- to Epcot with me on December 22nd and watch Cal Ripken Jr. We're, preach we're at the black, Candlelight. We're blacked out on the 22nd. We're going this coming weekend, I think. For- Matt, I will be there on Wednesday. I think we're doing Hollywood Studios if you want to make a trip over. Let's see, your kids are out. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. We So we're going. Then the rest of the floor is still in school, so yeah. this is like the kind of prime time to go. We are going for Candlelight Processional, I think, this either this weekend or next weekend. And the, the reader... The uh, great theologian Josh Gad, Oof. a.k.a. Olaf himself. Heard of, him. Heard of him. Olaf will be reading the Christmas story at the Candlelight Processional. Of course, I know him from the Book of Mormon, but yeah, well, you might know him. There was also his appearance on the NBC sitcom that lasted half a season, 1600 Pen. Wow. Where he was the, pre- where he was the president's idiot son. He was great <sighs> in that role. But we're, we're going over to Epcot for Candlelight, as we do every year, as, as you should. It's really it's the best thing that Disney does. It's beautiful. They, it's meaningful. They do everything well, but the candlelight processional is, it's even more important to our family. There's than a the, former Lakeview student ministry student. I, was, I saw a video of her with the Voices of Liberty. She does Voices of Liberty every year. But She's it's, phenomenal. It's even better than the Hanson concert that we go to. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's how good the candlelight processional is. Wow. So. My wife once participated in it as a student mm-hmm. in her choir. Yep. She was part of the living Christmas tree. That's right. Mm. I think my oldest daughter would like to recreate that when she uh, heads off to Calvary next year. I think she should. I think she should. Timmy, I don't know what else you had. I, I wrote down my three things. You've got your but three. But I was here way before you were, so. It's okay. I'm, I'm just soaking in the day. You, you know I don't get a lot of days like I know. today. So Today's I'm, a good day. I'm going to enjoy excited. it. You and I are going to go grab a bite. <sighs> we're going to come back and record yet another podcast. Practically pastoring. Hey, speaking of which. We you need to be talking about this. at the Practically Pastoring Conference. Matt, have we talked about this? Are, have you already registered? If you are near or in the state of Florida. There's no reason not to come. We have a special uh, Floridian discount for you. The code is Florida, Florida, Florida. That's not the code. But if you DM us, we will give you the code because we'll we have to tell, tell Frank. Frank to make a code that is f- password Florida, Florida, Florida. It's a sweet discount. Here's the deal. We want you there. I mean, we'll we'll hang out no matter what. Yeah. Like you, Whether there's two people or 200, we will be there. We just want you to come, too, because we have some fun surprises in store. I've already spoken with a certain Sam Rudkin who's... I know that guy. ...who's plotting out something fantastic didn't, for us. Didn't he write a book? We'll post the link to his book in our show notes. <laughs> it's inappropriate. Hilarious. It, it was a long time ago. 
Matt says discount. I'm down to clown. It's a clown emoji. Uh, yes, discount. Seriously. And Jerry says that's extremely statist. Is that is that a word, Jerry? Is, is, I don't know if that's a prejudice that you're allowed to have. Jerry, had you reached out before you registered, we would have given you a promo code. Florida, Florida, Florida. Or the only thing that's capital is ever. the O. Flo, we like we really like Florida. Florida. For the record, not the rapper. We're talking about that thing where you boogie board like indoors. That's oh, called a flow rider. I know what yeah. it is. Timmy, that's all I got. I that's got, all we got. I've got nothing else to add. Hopefully you've got some work to get done, and we're going to let you go knock that out now. We're going to need some lunch, and we'll we'll, we'll see you next right. week. Next week, around 11 o'clock-ish, or whenever Tim gets here. Depends on the win. <laughs> who, do you, who do you play next week? Detroit. About 11.15. About 11.15 next week, we'll be here. <laughs> see you then. See you, folks. <laughs>